Hello and welcome to the Future Sales Podcast from Universal Skills. Today we're going to be talking about women in engineering. I'm Katie Garside, I'm the Delivery and IQA Manager here at Universal Skills. And today I'm joined by Rachel and Mel. So Rachel, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Rachel. Um, I started with Universal Skills just this week. Uh, it's my third day and I'm very new to this. Mel? Um, I joined Universal Skills in June 2019. Um, I was employed by Ovo and I started a smart metering apprenticeship, uh, which I completed in November 2019. And I've been out working on my own since January last year. Okay, so basically the point of this podcast is just to sort of put across any information about women in engineering the type of jobs that are available and also some sort of maybe myth busters. Um, so first of all, what we'll do is we'll talk about why we all chose to get into engineering. Um, so personally for me, I've always been a bit of a DIY person. Um, my family grew up as tradesmen in my family quite a lot. So my dad's a plumber, um, my stepdad's a tradesman, my brother's an electrician. So it's sort of always been embedded in my family. Um, so it's sort of natural for me to get into that. Um, my mum's a keen DIYer, so it's never really been a shy thing for my family. Um, so it's sort of just a, a route that I thought was good for me. Um, so I started an apprenticeship with British Gas when I was 19. Um, and then I've gone on to being a tutor and then a delivery manager. Um, so Rachel, I know it's your first day, uh, well, first week, sorry. So what made you decide to take on the apprenticeship? Um... Partly moved location, so I've moved from Manchester to Lancaster, looking for a new job during a pandemic. There's not as many options in my old field as there would be. I used to work in design and uh, graphic design and things. Okay. Um, and I saw it, it looked interesting, and I thought that's going to go with my part-time studies. Um, I'm studying an engineering degree part-time, I just started it, so I thought, hey, let's give it a go. Okay, Mel? Um, well, I, I was working in offices and bookies and bars for years and years and I was just completely fed up and let, left my job and it sort of just came up to be honest and I just thought why not go for it, you didn't need any of the electrical or gas experience um, so yeah, just kind of just, just fell into it I suppose. Yeah, okay, so it sounds like you both sort of, it was sort of an opportunity that you saw and you thought why not? Yeah. A big thing of what um, we found, so obviously I've put out a survey, which I'll go through in a minute, um, but a big thing that people what saw really was that women don't want to apply for these kinds of jobs. Was there anything you thought when you were applying, like maybe I shouldn't do it, or were you just all in, I should do it, no matter what, it doesn't matter? Um, I kind of didn't really think too much about that side of it when I first applied. It was more when I first actually started and realised I was in with like mostly boys, when I kind of thought, oh, should you be doing this? Like, are you gonna are you gonna be all right? Like, and I, that's when I started to have all those kind of thoughts. But initially, applying for it, I didn't have the hesitation of because I was a woman. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as Mel. Um, previously, though, I've worked in the print industry, which is again a male-dominated industry, and I've also driven buses, which again is just all men. So I'm kind of used to being in that environment. But it'd be really good to see more women doing it. Yeah, I agree. And the same thing happened for me. Matt, um, it's quite a big interview process when you go through British Gas. You do several different interviews, and I had 
I don't think I saw one woman until maybe my six week of my apprenticeship um, who was also on it. But I think I was in the same similar position that the whole applying for it, I didn't second guess myself or anything. I just thought, yeah, I'll go for it. And I was quite similar when I got in. I thought, oh, maybe I should know there was quite a lot older and they were all fully grown men and I was 19 and you sort of think, am I, am I in the right place here? But I think my nerves settled pretty soon and I don't know if it was the tutors or if it was the people who were in my group with me or whatever it was, but within two weeks it was just sort of like being, I guess you say, one of the lads. Um, you're just cracking on, no one's thinking any different. don't know if you two have had that experience. I know obviously yours is only three days in, um, but maybe in a couple of weeks it might be different, but... Mel, were you pretty much the same with the lads in your group? Yeah, um, for the first few days I wasn't, though I kind of, I felt like I'd went in over my head. And I, cause when I was the first start talking about electrics and gas, now obviously I had no experience at all. And at first it just sounds like a foreign language, doesn't it, when you don't have that experience. And I was like sat some days and I was thinking, oh my God, this is never going to go in. Like, it's not going to be top of the work. And I felt like the lads have picked the first few like days, first week or so. I felt like they were picking it up quicker and I was like, oh, it's because you're a girl having those kind of thoughts. But I would say after about a week, that kind of anxiety left and we were just friends and while we were hanging out at the night time and stuff as well. And it felt like quite nice. And then I, I think all those kind of feelings dropped. But I don't know, I don't think that, like for me, that ever like fully went away. Because like even now in my job, like I'm I'm com- confident and I'm happy in that. But so obviously we've got a group like an engineer's group chat for like our area um, and sometimes obviously people post questions and stuff and if you've come across like, an installation that you're a bit unsure about is you just want to query something um, sometimes I'm like oh I don't want to ask them I'm gonna, I feel silly what if it's not obvious and they're going to they're, they're going to think oh because she's a girl but that that is like that's my own issue and paranoia do you know what I mean it's not like no one's made us feel like that that's just kind of I suppose a little bit of yeah, just my, my issue, a bit of self-doubt inside of me. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, not to put it on gender, I suppose, I suppose it's, you know, men out there who think the same thing. There might be a man who knows he's been doing it for 10 years and don't want to ask a question for the same reason. I've done it before. You know, I'm in a slightly different position because obviously I'm delivering it, but every now and then I'll still think, oh, I'm not sure, I'll go and ask someone. But I think as long as you can combat that initially, it'll yeah. be fine, and I think... I don't want to tie that to sort of us um, being like, oh, we don't want to ask, but I do know what you mean. You sort of think, should yeah. I know it? Um, and how did you feel, Katie? Do you know, like, when you were out doing, actually, like, when you were doing the job, um, going to people's houses, and sometimes, like, you got, like, an older bloke, and they were like, oh, I was expecting a male. Did you get, did you ever get any of that? And, like, did that, did, were you all right with that? Yeah, and I think, I think when I first started, it was very, it got a bit tedious because it happened so often um and it's no fault of their own because they'd always apologize after it but it's sort of like that was the first initial reaction and it's sort of like well what difference does it make if it is a girl why why did that matter i don't know if it's because i was quite young as well so i i I do have a baby face so it probably didn't help just probably thinking (laughs) some 12 year old girls turned up to their house but i do think you know after they've apologised and then probably I don't know a couple of weeks in I thought why does it matter if you're surprised by it then that's your issue because I'm I'm competent I know what I'm doing and your job's fine um yeah but I think yeah in the beginning I sort of thought I'm, I'm getting bored of this now and it was never any engineers it was never yeah. my manager or anyone like that it was always customers um but like I said I, I got over it 
pretty soon because it was just sort of one of them flyaway comments that you think, right, well, okay, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you get the same thing. Yeah, it's very bad. A lot of times it's not, not said in a negative way. I think it's just because they are a bit, bit surprised. Um, but I do get it in like a positive way most of the time, like especially from like women. They're like, oh, I wasn't expecting a female engineer. It's nice to see it. It's nice to see a female face. And a lot of them are like, good on you. And like, kind of like rooting for you. It's really nice. So I think most of the most of the experiences are pretty positive. Um, it's just like the odd one. I think when they're all expecting a man, I feel like I've had a couple of, People hover over us while I'm doing the job. I think maybe they want to make sure that you you can do it properly and you're capable. Because they know um, what they're that's, doing, don't they? <laughs> that's been that's been like few and far between that though, like very few. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can remember when I was I used to work in Blackpool when I was an engineer, and I'd gone and got my lunch and I'd packed my van up, and when I came out, there was a group of like four or five women having the like having the tea outside, and they all started clapping for me as I was walking back to my van. And I just thought, what is going on? Um, and it was like a really nice, like, empowering walk. I mean, I'd literally only gone to get a sandwich, but as I came back, they're all clapping and cheering, and I looked at them and had a little chat with them for 10 minutes, but they were so yeah. lovely. And it's just the way that I think that that's where everyone should be at. That should be the mindset. Oh. It shouldn't matter who you are, what your gender is. Like, it doesn't matter what anything is. Everyone should just be the same, but obviously there's still a bit of a stigma there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the points where I thought, well, I've got their back in, so it's fine. I think people stereotype things as well, don't they? It's all right. People stereotype, like, we're all guilty of it, aren't we? Stereotyping what we expect from, like, people in different jobs, different industries. And we all do it. We don't realise it's just because of what we're used to seeing. And the more women that get into the industry, the more that'll open up. Yeah, completely. And I think... A big thing that we've seen is, um, which I'll share now, going from it. So from the survey, and I basically asked questions, sort of like, what do you think would make more women get into it? Like, what do you think the barriers are and things? And a lot of people have said relatable role models. So someone being there and showing their whole success story, not just like the picture that a lot of people will put up every now and then with a woman with a screwdriver around, or a picture of a group where they've put a woman in it, like... It, they've sort like someone physically giving the whole story telling you exactly what they did why they did it a bit like basically what we're trying to do now um yeah. so i think i think they are right with role models i think that'd be a great idea for it because it's the same everywhere in it you sort of look at even if you look at like cartoons like that kids watch it's always bob the builder or handy manny it's never a woman really is it i mean i know they're getting a bit more That's true across the board now with stereotypes but it's definitely still instilled from you from when you're little we've got children's toys as well like girls play with barbies boys play with meccano yeah i, I played with meccano when i was a kid maybe that's why i'm an engineer <laughs> yeah i was a big lego fan <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i think like you said i think it'll stem quite a lot from childhood and maybe parents as well or schools because i don't think schools promote it enough you know you go for careers advice and my career advice it was something like i can't even remember i'm convinced it was a hairdresser and i know we're on a podcast and you can't see but i can quite happily tell you all that hairdressing would not be my forte <laughs> and i just think that's like have you just pulled a couple of jobs together there that you think a woman should go into because yeah. it's stereotyping that way as well i suppose because the people will say oh women should be hairdressers or that they should be beauticians and things like that so i suppose a man who gets into that industry might 
think the same way as us and it's like well why can't I do it what difference does it make yeah I bet you the wood yeah so I think we it just needs to be across the whole thing I don't think it is just women in sort of stem subjects it's everyone in every subject I don't think it makes any difference what you're doing or who you are you should be able to just do it and crack on yeah totally agree um so what I'll do is I'll run through some of the stats that I got from the um survey that I did so basically out of my survey so one of the questions was should women be in engineering 100% of the people who did the survey said yeah so there's no one who took it and thinks no there's no reason why any women shouldn't be able to go into engineering which is nice to know um obviously the survey is anonymous so I can't tell you who did what but I can tell you that 60% of the people who did the survey were male and 5% were female so it's a it's quite a even balance it wasn't like a whole like every woman's doing it it's a lot of them were men and a lot of them were men in the industry as well that's pretty good um but what was i don't know if it's weird and you can tell me your thoughts on it but only 40 percent of people said that they'd recommend being an engineer to a family member so not that they wouldn't tell them not to but just that they've never said to the family members like why don't you go for a career in a job within that sort of industry and what was that 40 percent 40 percent yeah that's quite low actually, isn't it? Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was quite, you know, less than half of the people that we surveyed have just never said to someone, well, why don't you go for like a science job or a technology job or something like that? I mean, for, from my personal experience, my family haven't recommended that I do anything. They've just sort of left me to decide what I want to do and, and do it when I want. Yeah. They've always supported me, um, but they've never sort of said, hey, you might be good at this, why don't you have a look at it? They've just left me to find my path. Yeah, which makes sense, I guess. I mean, I suppose that's what that could relate to. It could just be, well, we haven't told them to do anything. We've just let them crack yeah. on and find what they're good at themselves. That makes a lot of sense, because I'm similar to what Rachel. I don't remember my mum or dad ever being like, oh, you should try this, or are you interested in following this kind of direction or anything? That was kind of no prompt for uh, either. So, yeah, it might just be that, that um, situation. Yeah, I think because I knew I wanted to go into some sort of engineering role, they just supported me with it. I think it's similar. They didn't say, yeah, go and do that. And if I would have changed yeah. my mind and said, oh, I want to do something else, I think it would have just been the same support. But I think um, something that someone did mention on it was that they said that maybe they should get the daughter involved more in projects. So they'd basically, I don't know who it is, but basically someone had put that they get the son to like build the shed with them and do loads of things like that. They never asked the daughter without realising what you're doing, you start pushing them away from thinking, oh, well, you don't get me involved in that, so why would I ever be able to go for a job like that? I suppose that would really put yeah, people like up from a young age. That's what I mean, yeah. So yeah. you're sort of deterring people away. I don't know how old the kids are, but you could be tearing away at, like, 10 years old to think, oh, well, you're, you're not going to do something like that. For my 11th birthday, my granddad got me a toolbox so that I could help him in the shed <laughs> because I was just mithering him that much going what's that can I do that can I have a go of that it was like I'm, here's a toolbox there's a padlock on it so you can't get in it on your own but bring it with you and you can help that's cute no that's exactly what you need though and I don't think it's just for like to have a job in engineering either I like when I moved into my house that I could put my own shelf up like I know it sounds daft but these I've got friends who like ring me every time there's a problem in their house like they can't do it themselves and I think it's nice just to have that I mean there's I've got lad mates who can't put a tire on the car 
So if they get a flat tyre, that's it. They're just stuck there at the side of the road. And you think, you know, some of them are like in the 30s and I think you should be able to do that. Come on. But then that's the opposite way, isn't it? Because I've, I've had it where I've been putting a tyre on and a man's pulled over and be like, do you need some help? And I'm like, no, I'm all right. Like, it's, I suppose it's one of them things. But... It's good, to, yeah. It's good to have those practical skills, isn't it? Like you say, you know that you could go into to a new house and you could put your shelter up, put your furniture up. You wouldn't have to rely on someone else or pay, like spend money to pay someone to come and do it. It's good to just learn those practical skills. And I think every kind of kid or young girl should be pushed into it, like not pushing it, but kind of encouraged at a young age to be able to like fix things yourself and do those kind of things because they're all useful practical skills you can use all throughout your life. Yeah, and like I said, even if you're not going for a job in it, it's it's, it's not useful. Hurt, it gets it? you through life. You, you know, it, it enables you to be independent, which I guess that's what we all want, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, you want to be self self sufficient, I guess, don't you? Yeah. If you if someone isn't there to help, you can do it yourself or have a half of an idea and know what needs to happen. Um. So what I'll do is I'll go on to some of the reasons why people have said that they think that women haven't applied for jobs. Um, so quite a lot of them said things like dominated by males. Um, yeah. We've sort of covered that slightly. We've all said, you know, you've come in and your class was full of men and you sort of thought, oh, sh should I be here sort of thing. But we've all overcome it. So I think that's fair enough to cross that one off. Um, yeah. Someone's put men still, do, still do not believe that women should be working in the industry. I think well, if your survey is anything to go by, then... That doesn't seem like it's true, but unless people were just being polite on the survey because they didn't they didn't want to admit it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure I like like anywhere you'll probably have like some old schoolers who might might think that. But as time moves on, I think more and more people are accepted and just like are accepting of females being in the industry. So it's maybe it's just like like talk about making a bit more awareness of that, like letting people know that it's it's, it's all right to do it. But yeah, but I imagine there is a I think sometimes it catches catches men off guard when there's a woman there and they're like, oh, hang on, I've got to sort of behave a bit differently or they're like, they're not sure what to do because they're not used to us being in that environment. But as soon as, in my experience anyway, as soon as they get used to you being there and understand that you know your stuff is good, if not better than them, then the whole attitude changes and... And they're like, yeah, actually, more women. Yeah, and I think from my point of view, the amount of groups I've gone into on the first day and I'll start chatting away at, like about gas or electric or whatever it is, and like three, like three, you always get a few of them and they sit there and they're like, oh, are you, are you our teacher? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm stood in front of you, ready, talking, like, yes, yeah, I am. And it's sort of like, it's still, it's still a surprise that that's who they've got. And it, you know, after after literally an hour, it's fine and there's no issues. But I think the whole, just it's the same as knocking on the door and them saying a woman like, why would it not be me? Why do we have to question that I'm I'm the one who's going to be taking you like through your apprenticeship? Um, but again, like you say, it's just one of them things at the minute where it's still a stigma for us to be there. I guess. Um, what I would say though is, in all of my time, of going through my apprenticeship being an engineer, I've worked in a couple of different academies teaching now. I don't think I've ever worked with anyone who's ever made me think that I shouldn't be there. I think everyone I've ever been alongside has always been respectful. Everyone's lovely. No one's ever 
sort of said, oh, well, you don't know what you're on about. No one's ever made me feel that way. Yeah, that's good. That, that's the way it should be as well. Like, there shouldn't be any questions about why why you're specifically there or anything. I remember when you first came to our room, though, because you you're so young, I couldn't believe you were a, you're a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you look a lot younger than you are, don't you, as well? I couldn't believe that you'd, like, you'd, you'd had all this experience, because I just didn't. I thought you looked so much younger. But it was like, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, just mum, mum, mum and dad's jeans, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> no but I think it is the same and you know I a long time ago I did worry about you know being young and being a girl and having to go and stand in front of all these men and there was a time where I was a bit intimidated but once you get started talking and they realize like knowledge is power in it they know what you're on about so everyone respects you straight away then which I think is nice because it makes you feel a lot more at ease um, I've got apprentices who I still speak to six years on who are lovely and I mean one of them was in yesterday with your group and it, it's just really nice that they've still got that sort of respect for you and they they want to know how you are and they're telling you like oh yeah I've done this this week and it's something you taught them like years ago so it is nice. So we'll sort of wrap up with what do you think needs to be done to make more women apply for these kind of jobs? Um, I'd say more I female think, role models. Same, so role models, yeah. More female role models um, across the board. Like even just picking up on women in engineering from history, because there's been women in engineering right from there's been men in engineering. It's just that nobody talks about them. Yeah, good point. Yeah, there's been plenty of women inventors and things like that, haven't they? You've, you know, Nobel Prize winners and all sorts Absolutely, that you, you just yeah. don't really hear about it, do you? That's true, yeah. I couldn't, like, I'll be honest, I couldn't pick out any any names off the top of my head thinking about that. But yeah, you're right, there'd be loads. It just, we just don't really, we don't know about as much. It's, I haven't got as much recognition, I suppose, over the years. Yeah. I think, like you've said as well, you know, broadcasting it a bit more. I really believe that if we went to, like, career fairs at school and things like that, that that's where you need to be getting people, really. You know, sort of 13, 14, before they pick the GCSEs and things Absolutely, like that. Yeah. Here, here's what you want to do. I mean, my school really, we had, I went to a technology school, so it's slightly different. They did offer a couple more things, but in our engineering class, there was 30 of us and three of us were girls, and that's still only 10%. When and that's we, probably a big percentage. Yeah, that's really. what I mean. That's probably surprising. My teacher was probably surprised that there was three of us. Um, but I do think definitely at a younger age, people should get more information about it. And like I said, role models, they need to be people who people can relate to and who, you know, that they're there and that you could tell them your whole story. And I think the way it all is, it just needs to be, so what? Yeah, we've applied, here you go, this is us. Yeah. I'm going to smash it out of the park sort of attitude. Yeah, that's a good idea, having like the kind of the job fairs that you used to go to when you are younger. Have us the different sections and stuff, and say that was like Stanford, Ovo, or British Gas, whatever. It would be good to have some like female representatives there, like to talk to the girls that were at the fair, and just let them know that there is a future for for them in this industry. That's a good idea. Yeah, and even going maybe even going even younger. Um, there's there's a female engineer that I've watched a TED talk about recently, mm-hmm. and she 
qualified as an engineer, went round all the houses trying to get a job. Nobody would take her, so she set up as an inventor on her own. And she combined a storybook, because girls love to read books, mm -hmm. which she found from her research. She combined a storybook with mechanical engineering and how you could put that into to actually get girls using toys that include mechanics and maths and they absolutely oh, wow. love them. I can't remember her name though. We'll find it, it's fine. I think on that note, yeah, I think on that note that's a perfect place to end. I think what we've got to remember is maybe everyone does just need a bit more education. You know, it's the same, it's not just this, it's similar to other places where, you know, someone might have said the wrong thing once upon a time and it's just, I think you've just got to educate people in what's going on, whether it's gender, race, whatever it is. People need to get educated on that. It makes no difference what it is. That That's, everyone's good and if they're going to be good and they're going to put their mind to it, then it doesn't matter. So just a reminder that today is Women in Engineering Day. Um, so it might be a chance to go and talk to your daughters, nieces, wives, and encourage them to maybe have a look at a job or even just show them the opportunities that are available. So if you'd like to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify to our Future Skills podcast from Universal Skills. Thank you.